Okay, Sean. So I just gave some big categories for giving dating advice, some motivations, some um, things we should really keep in mind as anybody wants to give dating advice from a biblical perspective. But let's get a little bit more nitty gritty here. Um, Let me give you a scenario, and I'd love just to hear you kind of speak into it from uh, your experience um, in uh, helping people in dating and engagement. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) This isn't a serious scenario. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, So someone comes up to another person who um, has not talked with a lot of people about dating and engagement, but they're good friends and they really care about them and they want to be helpful. And they say, hey, I just want some general advice on pursuing this relationship. It's just getting started. Uh, what would you say to me? What, what are some things I need to keep in mind? What would you say to that person who's been asked to give help? Where should they start in giving Sure. advice to another person when they don't have a lot of experience doing it. Sure. Okay. So when someone's put on the spot like that and they friend, family member, whoever it is, and they, they're asking for advice and it's time to like, the person's looking at you in the eye and they're blinking and they're like, what should I do about this? What should I do about my relationship? Here are some categories that might be helpful to them. I think, and tell me, I, we've never talked about this, so if you think I'm terrible, then uh, tell me now. And okay. if I am terrible, we'll cut off the podcast and so people <laughs> can't listen to this, this silly thing. Um, I think every problem in dating and engagement can be boiled down into three categories. So this is a little, dra- this is a little drastic. Okay. First category are sin problems. Okay. The second category are suffering problems and the third category is a combination of both okay so i think explain any category any problem if you look for the threads of sin suffering or a mixture of them and you think of the problems that people present to you in those ways i think that's a good place to start for thinking about how the bible might address those problems because if it's true if i'm right that the only problems that people will encounter fall into the categories of sin, suffering, or a mixture of both. Now, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about medical problems or anything that's like, not not an exchange of wisdom. So we're talking about relationship advice, mm-hmm. but even medical problems fall in the category of suffering, and then you have to help someone who is suffering. But if you if you trace the thread of the problem into those three categories, I think that is good news because the Bible has everything we need to know about sin, why we do it, how to remedy it, how to walk in holiness, how to confront it, suffering, how to be comforted, um, how to comfort others, and then you just combine both of those. So I'm thinking of texts like um, the common texts that we all know that that are so easy for us to recall, like 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except that what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape so that you may be able to endure it. So think about that. No temptation is uncommon to man. Paul wrote that over a thousand years ago. No temptation. So that's that's encouraging. That's a, that's a verse that we can think, okay, so if, if I'm tempted in any way to sin in this relationship, 
The Bible has something to say about that. The Bible goes further than that and says Jesus was tempted in every way like we are. So not only does it say, hey, there's nothing uncommon to man, but God became a man and was tempted. So that that's encouraging. And I can start there and think about how, how to handle temptation in that way. When it comes to suffering, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 3 through 5, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts in all of our affliction, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction. So think about that. The God of all comfort comforts in all our affliction so that we can comfort in any affliction. Those are, I don't think there's limits on those. That I think it means what he means. It means all. And that includes all the problems of suffering and dating relationships. So to be, to be practical here, if someone comes, I don't know, they're, maybe, they, maybe they were dumped by their boyfriend or girlfriend and they, they wanted the relationship to work, but they broke up. And let's say the relationship was ended because the person, I don't know, wasn't attracted to them and they told them so. Well, what are you going to do? What advice are you going to give? Categories of sin and suffering. Category of suffering. This person's hurt. They've been rejected. A hope deferred makes the heart sick, the Bible says. So that's a category of suffering. Sin, well, it might be that they they were sinned against because they were harshly told something that was unhelpful. So that's just a way to frame the whole conversation and start in that way. And that's just a small example. So tell me, what do you think? Well, let me ask you a question then. The first question I thought of is that's, that's helpful, but what about things that don't seem to immediately fall in the categories of sin and suffering? Uh So I'm thinking, I'm thinking of that situation and the person that breaks up with the person because they just didn't feel like they were attracted to them. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not going to say to someone who's not attracted to somebody, you're sinning. Absolutely not. Uh, we're not going to say you made that decision because you're suffering. Right. So how do you advise that person who's considering breaking up with somebody yeah. because they're not attracted to them yeah. in those categories? Good. I'm glad you asked that. We would say they should do whatever they do to the glory of God. And that falls in the category of sin and righteousness. Mm-hmm. So we would just put it in the positive way. We would say, okay, how can you love your neighbor as yourself when you break up with them? So breakups don't have to involve sin. In fact, a breakup does not mean necessarily that someone has sinned. But when you're giving advice in that category, when someone says, hey, how can I break up with this person in a way that honors the Lord? That's the answer. It honors the Lord. How does it honor the Lord? It honors the Lord in the categories of sin and righteousness and suffering, suffering and comfort. Mm. And so I would just put, uh, put it in the positive. There's no, no action we do in life that isn't in the realm of morality. And when you are talking about a conversation of wisdom, the Bible has to have the authority to speak into that. And not only does it have to have the authority, if, it, if there's a right way to break up with someone to the glory of God, then you have to look at the Bible to show you how to do that. And that's where the sufficiency of Scripture comes in. So that would be my crack at it. So I, I'm not saying that there's no things that it, there's things in relationships that are, fall in the category of, hey, I didn't sin, but that's because you were living in righteousness, mm-hmm. which the Bible talks about. Yeah. So someone comes to me, 
I am not someone who has a lot of experience in counseling. And you're saying to me, hey, look at these problems and say, is there, is there anything in here that's falling into an area of sin or righteousness that yes. I need to either correct or affirm? Yes. And is there anything that's falling into the area of suffering that I need to bring biblical comfort in? And you're saying that's kind of the paradigm that you need to look at problems that happen in romantic relationships and then use that paradigm and let the scriptures speak into it with those answers. Yes. And that, that's yeah. where I would start. So I think there's more to say, right? but we're, we're out of time, so I won't go into that. But I think there's more to say, but I think that's where you would start. Thanks, Sean.